Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Say what, say what, say what scenario. Who remembers that jam? What's up, Eric Kaiser? My Spiritual Awakening Podcast. And uh, it's late. It is 1.02 a.m. Believe it or not, I finally just got my three-year-old to go to sleep. I don't know what was in his juice today, but holy cow. Anyway... You know, today was today was a enlightening day. Um, I ran across some content that I really needed. Abraham Hicks, just let go and everything will be okay. Something I have been trying to do and talking about for months and months and months for those who have been following Especially since I got back to Georgia, you know, I was living in that hotel for a little while, motel actually. And even then I was talking about it and don't get me wrong. I was having a blast, you know, um, being out on my bike all day and then coming back and doing the whole legendary gig and having money come in. It was a bad time, but at the same time, a great time. It was a great learning experience in life. And, you know, I look at my life and it's always been so chaotic, up and down, up and down, up and down. And, you know, when I forced myself to run from more stupid charges and end up in Georgia, my whole game plan was to pull off what I pulled off when I ran the Florida and make a couple hundred thousand and go fix my life. Well, the universe had bigger plans for me this time around, right? I came to Georgia and I'm going to explain the whole mindset game to you and the difference in the two moves. When I went to Florida, I met this girl, Kelly, and she was very wealthy. And I got a taste of what that was like. And I think that's what willed that type of success into my life that time around. When I came to Georgia, I went back to being Kaiser. You know, I chased after a life that I didn't realize how how bad it was for me. You know, I thought I was going to be the nightclub manager. So I kind of ran back after that lifestyle in Georgia. And it really, Georgia became New Jersey. It was the same exact life. You know, the same exact heartaches that I dealt with there, I was dealing with here. And the same lack, the same just shitty existence, shitty thoughts, Shitty habits. Jesus, the things I have done. Right? And I'm finally to that place in my life where, and don't get me wrong, it's a lot harder to do this for those listening. If you have kids, you really have to believe in the process. You really have to believe in God, the divine 
source, the universe, because I'm going for it. I lived my life one way my whole entire life in fear, fear of being homeless, fear of not being liked, fear of not achieving greatness, fear of letting people down, fear of people not talking to me. But, you know, the last 10 days of my life reminded me that when it's all said and done, people, you are by yourself. I said this before. Right? You're by yourself. You know, some of us, some of us might have more help than others. But I think when it comes to this lesson, the universe is going to teach you how to do it on your own. You know, in a meditation, fluoride came screaming into my head and I was hell bent all of a sudden with this new million dollar idea. And don't get me wrong. It is a million dollar idea with the way I would do it. But I quickly learned that the universe wanted to remind me that that is not my purpose here right this second. My purpose is helping people. My purpose is my coaching practice. You know, I talked about the whole niche side of coaching, which I don't really like that whole niche thing. But if I look at my life process, I'm really good with health and wellness. You know, I came up with the mind, body, soul boot camp where people will work out three times a week. They'll also get a coaching call and we'll do a group meditation. And if they're local, if it's not a virtual client, I'm going to do an activity once a month where I actually use money that my clients are paying me to kind of do group events to build relationships between people. Because that's another thing that really bothers me about today in this day and age is relationships are just gone. You know, everybody's linking on Facebook and the other 19 different ways that we can connect now through a phone. And I just want to see people get relationships back, especially with like-minded adults who like to do the same thing. So my focus is going back into my mind, body, soul boot camp. So if anybody is interested in that, you know, reach out to me. But today made me go look for content about surrendering because here I am, Letting y'all foul this, this crazy life of mine. And keep in mind, this is really my real life. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever done this. I don't even know if it's good for the process to be sharing it all, but I don't care because the point is, is to show other people that within two years of just getting sober, changing my habits, changing my mindset, educating myself. I want to show y'all that I transformed my life and which seems like the darkest ass times right this second. I know it's not because I'm to the point where I know it's time to just surrender to the process. Let the universe lead me to where I need to go. So 
even if, God forbid, I were to end up homeless at this point, I would have to look at it as that's the way it needs to be to get to my purpose, you know? I might be packing my bags, walking down the street, and get approached by somebody that would change my life. I had an audible credit today, and I'm so glad that I used it on Michael J. Singer. Man, this book is exactly what I needed to hear right now. Exactly. The surrender experiment. It's, you know, (laughs) Michael woke up in the 70s. Early in age, too, in his 20s. And his life was so extraordinary. And he didn't force anything. All he was trying to do was quiet that voice in his head and learn about it. Learn what that voice was. He was a hippie, big into meditation. You know, he had one of those meditations where he was out in the woods and he got spoke to, you know. Kind of like me on that mountain in Tennessee and I heard my name whispered and it, it, it shocked me and made me open up my eyes real quick and took me out of a very deep meditative state. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast so late is because I won't have time to do it tomorrow and I don't even know if you'll hear from me for a little while because I'm learning To listen to the universe, you have to be present. And the problem with the podcast is as soon as I get an idea in my head, no matter if it's 7 o'clock in the morning, now if I'm by myself, I'll normally knock it out. If I'm with the kids, I'll try to do it 50 times and I'll get interrupted. So I'll start over, but all day I'll be thinking about it. So it's taking me out of the present moment and it's probably disconnecting me from source, it's probably taking me out of the vortex, taking me out of the present moment where I need to be with my kids. So at times it's almost almost destructive. So here I go for every single person waking up because I really don't know if anybody's ever done this. Once this story has an ending, I've kept such good track. I cannot wait to sit down and write my story. I was watching some great coaching content and by Evercoach from Mind Valley. And it was about writing writing your first book. And it's amazing how many people are in the same exact place I'm at, you know? She asked the audience, you know, how many people have a story? Boom, all the hands go up. How many people are thinking about writing a book? Boom, the hands go up. Now, granted, problem with us as people is only 1% of us normally step out to chase after that purpose, chase after what we're really meant to do here. Keep in mind, there's a lot of coaches on the planet and... I think the statistics are about 90% of them struggle. And I think that's because 
they're just normal people. They see this new career. It seems very, you know, coaching's a very freedom business. Like you can really own your time. You can make a lot of money. There's a lot of seven figure coaches. There's a lot of coaches who turn authors. Um, and it's really a great career, but I really think the ones who are great at it, the ones who are teaching law of attraction, manifestation, they get the principles. You know, they get everything that Michael is talking about in that book. And that's what they're teaching people. And that's what it's my job. That's the reason why I listen to these books. It's my job to take this information and teach everyone else, you know, what your true purpose is here. It's not, you know, it's not flipping burgers. That's for goddamn sure. You know, it's not probably 80% of the jobs out there. All those things are designed to keep you right where you're at. They, they're, they're there to keep you in fear of losing your, your place to live. You know, take it from a guy right now who is pushing his kids five miles a day. It's not bad. You know, it's not bad at all. If the old me in my early 20s and 30s would have known that this was coming and didn't know why, I probably would have off myself because I was that ego driven. I was that guy who just, I had to feel like everybody looked at me in a certain way, whether it was, I was okay if you didn't like me because I knew most of the females did, even though after they got to know me, most of them didn't like me because I was a dick, you know, and this is just being brutally honest. You know, I was running off of horrible emotions you know, like I said, at 18, I had something really shitty happen to me, and I've really let that perception of me carry my life. And at 43, wide awake, I get it. I get the process of life. I get God. I get it all. And so the rest of you can get it. I'm going after it. I'm surrendering to the process. I'm going to stay in the present moment. And wherever this life takes me, I'm going to let it take me for once. I'm not going to keep interrupting with my ingenious thoughts because don't get me wrong. I have so many ideas, so many fun ideas. But then, you know, I just got to pull back, sit in the pocket and realize If I just let this thing take the wheel, I'll get the life that I want. And I think that's a problem with most most of us. Most of us just don't have the balls to sit back and let the universe take the wheel. But most of us don't have the dedication to do what it takes to allow that to happen. Because I promise you, it's not going to happen polluting your body. It's just never going to happen. Your brain will never get there to where the point is 
that it allows this new information to come in. And that really does happen. Like if you want to do your body the biggest justice in the world, get off of all the toxins. Get all the crap food out of your diet. Drink nothing but water. And watch what happens. Watch what happens to your thinking process. Take up meditation. There are plenty of meditations available now. Ziva sounds like a really great meditation. I'm almost done. Emily Fletcher's book. Go look on Audible. It's on there. Um, Ziva meditation. It's twice a day, 15 minutes a day. Very simple. And it seems like her concept might work. I'm old school. I'm chasing straight enlightenment. That is my mission now. I want to be a yogi. You know, I didn't name a coaching practice, new you guru, to not chase it all the way. I need to get myself to the point of total enlightenment. And I'm not going to stop until I do. Because when I dedicate myself to anything, just like when I was a party guy, I dedicated myself to it. And I was great at it. And I did it for decades. And <laughs> really, really drawing a blank on what to even name a book anymore. It was going to be the young man's handbook. But, you know, this ain't just young man material. This is everybody material. I've also thought about writing a couple different versions of it to kind of hit different age brackets. But all in all, to be able to start getting to the ending of it, which I started talking about writing this in my 20s, you know, and talk about procrastination, but I wasn't procrastinating. I knew the story was far, far from over. You know, just like the down downhill slide I just took in life that it probably would have broke most people. But I took something that was horrible happening in my life. Like when I say my relationship is probably one of the most toxic things you would have ever seen in your life. I could not, I couldn't even digest it anymore. I just, me and my ex went in two different directions so fast that we didn't even, I didn't know who she was anymore. And to be able to be a big enough adult, but let me clear this up. Being an adult didn't really do it. Understanding the principles of life did it, right? To be able to separate 50-50 custody and even though she still has her faults of saying bad things about me, you know, when I will always admit my faults, you know, we would argue, she would say something, I would say shitty stuff back and you know, that was stupid and it will never happen for me again. I can't say that for her. You know, she's back into a karmic relationship and I wish her the best. I love her to death. You know, I wish that she would have stuck on the, on the path that she was when she was with me. Cause at least she was vegetarian. At least she was only drinking water. But now, you know, she's back to the, 
party mentality, you know, and I'll be here for when it's time, just like I'll be here for anybody else who has ever been a part of my process. Because now that I understand it all, it was all just lessons. And it took me a long time to sit down, grow up, and realize I was just being taught a lot of lessons. And I 100% believe karmic rule is you have to replace all the negatives with positives until the positives pass the negatives. And when that happens, that's when your life starts to be a beautiful experience. Now, even though I could look at my life right now and I could get scared and allow it to fall apart, I'm not going to. You know, whatever happens here on out happens. And you will get to hear about it. It might be two weeks from now. It might be two days from now. It might be a month from now. I don't know what's going to happen. But I know this much. I'm not going to let my brain hurt anymore. I'm not going to sit there and put my put my fate in other people, right? I should have just stopped. Meditated a little bit more even though I have my kids and it's really hard. But I should have just listened within. So tomorrow that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm going out there in the woods tomorrow. And I am meditating until until I get my answers, I guess, right? Till I know that I'm in the vortex. I just had an opportunity, you know, I talked about my buddy Miguel and audio and tint and, you know, I can make a flyer for that. I can throw it on Facebook. I know I could drum up work in the Marine world and create thousands of dollars really fast and put all this behind me. I'm just going to run back into the same damn wall again. Because the universe, the universe is going to say, no, this isn't your purpose. So here, here's some more lack. Here, have fun going up, have fun coming down. But what I'm learning, it's not about the money. You know, you have to take everything in your life and do it wholeheartedly perfectly and not worry about the money. Just perfect whatever you're doing and the money will follow you. And trust in your intuition and the universe. But the only way you're going to get to either of those is by going within. So for all those following along on this journey of mine, again, thank you. I love you. And I really mean that. I had no idea that one book, the subconscious mind, power of the subconscious mind, uh, I'm going to frame that thing and hang it on my wall someday, would have led me down this, down this rabbit hole as Bill Thompson called it. I'll never forget that. I shared a picture at Seguru's Institute with him, and he said, you're way down a rabbit hole. Yeah, buddy. I am 
way down the rabbit hole. But you know what? I would never want to go back to the stress and anxiety that I used to live with. This is such a beautiful life, people, when you get to this point. And I started from the bottom. So if you're listening to this and you're not at the very bottom, you're starting way further than me. You know, I'm at the very, very bottom. Yeah, I have a decent apartment in Roswell, nice area, but I don't have all that crazy crap in my place. I have exactly what I need, right? Because just going after what I needed allowed me to see that my happiness is within freedom. So the fact that I chased the freedom, I found my happiness. And even though there's times that my kids drive me absolutely insane, it's not their fault. It's my fault. Because when you're a parent, you have to be present with your children at all times. They need your 100% uninterrupted attention. You know, they are growing. They are learning. They want to make sure that you are always watching because I can literally see their personalities change if I am not present. And that's why three days ago, something came over me and said, you know what? Stop worrying about how the rent's going to get paid. Stop worrying about where your accounts are. Does it always work out? And I had to answer it. Yes, it does. And you know, it always worked out when I was a fuck up. And I'm not a fuck up no more. I'm somebody who has thoughts of starting programs to go into prisons and teach inmates how to grasp their reality and their thoughts and change their experience even though they're behind bars because when you find the inner peace, it doesn't matter where you're at because the possession side of it falls away. You don't need all this stuff anymore. You know what I mean? But if it's meant to be in your life, it'll be there. But it'll only be there and you'll only really enjoy it if you get it from getting within you. You got to get the happiness within yourself first. That's why guys like Gary Vee talk about dropping back. You know, if you're one of those keep up with the Joneses right now and you're stressed out and you have a ton of anxiety and you're strapped every month, but if you would only step back, maybe 10 steps, go from the five-bedroom house to the actual two-bedroom house that you only needed, go from upping your car every three months to maybe driving a damn thing for three years, you know, maybe then you would find your purpose because you would allow your brain to be happy instead of worried and stuck in fear. That's all we're doing here, people. 
All we're doing is shutting that little freaking voice up in our heads so that we can enjoy this experience. So tomorrow I'm going out in them woods and I'm going to get quiet until I get talked to. My higher self better be ready because <laughs> I have a lot of questions I need answers to. But more than all I need is just to know that, you know, I'm always going to be okay. I believe in God. I believe in source. I believe in divine. I believe that I am here to help other people get through their process and to get on with their lives and enjoy it. So... Always remember, I'm here for you. My coaching sessions are two hours long on the first call, and it's free. I simply take you as deep as I can because I want you to have that moment where the spark happens, where you have a slight awakening, and you realize Wait a second. There's more to it. I really am creating my experience. And keep in mind, I've been down this path for two years. But I didn't really realize it until August. So however many months that's been, I have been 100% dedicated. Eight hours a day. Listening to content dieting, learning the hard way. So you can either get with somebody like me or really get dedicated. And I'll tell you what, I don't know how many people take things as serious as I do. Most people start something like this and fall right back into the 3D world mentality because it takes a lot of dedication, but that's where a coach comes in. That's where accountability comes in. And I'll tell you what, I am one of them people that I'll be up your ass because you know what? If you hire me, my name is on you and you better do what I tell you to do. Because if you do, I can promise you, you'll be a new you, you know, but it is so late right now. 1.34 a.m. So I'm going to wrap this up. I still have to re-listen to it because I always do. And I wish I could say as my brother-in-law said, wish you the best of luck out there. <laughs> All I said was thanks for the reminder. Because you know people, I don't fucking believe in luck. <laughs>